everyone, and welcome to episode 61 of the Dishes and Doctrine podcast. And I feel like I say this every time, but it's been a while. Such a strange year, and uh, I feel like everybody's schedules and normal patterns of life have just gotten turned on their heads this, this year. So I am so excited to be here for one last episode uh, before the end of the year 2020. Uh, I have some exciting things coming next year, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. And uh, today we're going to talk about something called Candy Cane Lane, and that's a tradition that our family absolutely loves. And uh, in fact, our family loves traditions just in general. Uh, We love birthday breakfasts with each child on their special day. We watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and drink hot chocolate on Thanksgiving evening. We uh, love going to the local Chinese buffet on the last day of homeschool. So big or small, and almost always including some sort of food, those family customs help us celebrate and mark the passing of days and the years within our home. This year of shutdowns and social limitations changed all of that, and I'm sure it did for you as well. I tried to recreate the experiences at home and with my own cooking, and although it wasn't quite the same, it did force us to be creative. For instance, our three oldest kids served us a delicious home-cooked dinner on our back porch bistro for our 15th anniversary, and we organized a family drive-by parade. I say that in quotes because it was complete with cardboard vehicles and underage drivers to celebrate my husband's completion of his doctorate. And I guess you could say that we created new memories in a very odd year. But one of our favorite traditions started with our oldest's first Christmas. We had just moved to our new ministry, and a couple from our church blessed us by sharing with us some of the places and experience that were offered to us in our new area of the country. Now, just a side note, I am so thankful that this couple took us under their wing that first year or two here in in our new ministry. We experienced things like farm markets and amusement parks and hunting Uh, for my husband, and then eating wild turkey, it made us feel at home more quickly uh, than it would be if we had had to navigate our own way around our new new rural area. So if you're currently at a church with a new or newish pastor, he and his family could really benefit from something similar. Just, Just an idea for you. So They took us that December to a city about an hour away to a section of a neighborhood renamed just for the holiday season. Candy Cane Lane is an explosion of twinkling lights, inflatable snowmen, and vintage nativity sets. We loved it, and we knew that we wanted to head back the next year. So slowly, it developed into a non-negotiable tradition of the season. We leave home just as the afternoon sun begins to dim. Then we drive to Panera for soup and bread. And then we swing by Starbucks. We don't have one in our town. And we get some coffee and hot chocolate to enjoy with the lights. I can scroll on my phone through the annual pictures at Candy Cane Lane to see how each child has grown, how our family has grown in number, or how we've added a few extra wrinkles under our eyes from year to year. There have been years, especially during pregnancy or after difficult months, that our tradition has felt almost like a chore to me. There were years that I was silently grumpy, wishing that I were 
home in bed instead of trudging up an icy sidewalk. And for those of you listening who are local, yes, we do get out and walk the sidewalks instead of just driving it. And that brings me to last week. Last week was not Candy Cane Lake lane week. In fact, we happened to be driving by on our way to another new Christmas experience when I saw the notification on my phone. Our state is essentially shutting down once again. All K-12 through sports are paused, gatherings are once again, again limited to only 10 people, and all indoor dining has been prohibited. As a family, we started processing what that meant for us. What in the world would be canceled now? No basketball for our oldest, no Christmas Eve services, just more strangeness to end 2020. And from the back seat, our middle son declared, oh no, that means no Panera bread before Candy Cane Lane this year too. And that was true. We all agreed that Eating takeout soup in a minivan isn't quite the same cozy experience as eating inside. So in a quick change of plans, we turned the van around and included that special stop in our activities for that night. As we sat next to the warm Panera fireplace on a random Thursday evening, and I watched my kids guzzle down their favorite soup, it hit me. Over the years, I have stressed over creating the perfect tradition experience, yet neglected the people experiencing the tradition. This year has been packed with canceled plans, strange online event replacements, and plenty of disappointment. Yet God has been faithful. He has given our busy family more opportunity for rest and connection than ever before. We've been forced to slow down and enjoy one another without the distraction of experience. Perhaps this is a lesson that he wanted me to learn before my children are completely grown. We will still head to Candy Cane Lane at some point this season, and we'll still get our hot drinks from the drive through at Starbucks, but I plan to look at the messed up tradition with different eyes. The yearly patterns in our home are not ends in and of themselves. Traditions are simply tools to be used to mark and then deeply cherish the passing of time and and God's faithfulness in our families. I'm sure a few more disappointing or bizarre things will occur before the end of 2020, but I'm clinging to the fact that God's promises will continue. He is going to continue writing his beautiful story of redemption in our family, in our church, and in our world. And I'm so thankful for those of you who continue to listen to the Dishes and Doctrine podcast, even though I haven't been as consistent here as I would have liked or or even as I used to be back when the podcast first started. But uh, this will be my final episode for 2020. I know there were so many. And I have been working on a project behind the scenes that should be ready in early 2021. And that includes uh, consistent episodes here on the Dishes and Doctrine podcast. So I'm praying that it'll be a blessing to my local church family as well as any other listeners here. 
If you aren't subscribed already, you can do that on iTunes. You just click the subscribe to this podcast button, and then whenever there is a new episode, which hopefully will be weekly, uh, it'll come directly to your device. You can also head over to my blog. My website is rachelperera.me, and there you can subscribe to the blog posts that will accompany the podcast. Um, That will come directly to your inbox as well if you put your email address in there. You can also contact me there. If you have any questions or thoughts, um, that's the place to go. Uh, I also wanted to let you know that my husband and I finished up the first season of our podcast that we do together called the Know and Love Podcast. It's about uh, knowing and interpreting scripture, so you can catch up on any of the episodes that you missed there or on any of the platforms that you like to listen to your podcasts on. And finally, I just wanted to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year uh, from my family to yours. Thank you again for listening, and I'm just really praying that you sense God's faithfulness, His consistent love for you in this season, and um, that you may be reminded that uh, He is holding you fast.